Support for the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code Out of Bounds at Manscaped.com. Now let's go Out of Bounds. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Hello and welcome to another Out of Bounds special. We're going to have another Laker post game tonight. I'm very excited about that. It doesn't look very good with the score uh, winding down in the fourth quarter. Um, the Lakers are definitely going to probably lose this game. But I did see a few bright spots tonight, and I'm hoping to be able to ask a few questions, you know, as it pertains to the game and things like that. Um, shout out to Big Baby. He's always on the stream. Definitely got to do a show with you. If you can hear me, Big Baby, if you want to do a show later on tonight, let me. Um, I do got some few things coming up with the Lakers tonight, but I definitely want to um, get your take on this game. With that being said, Andre Drummond did uh, play tonight. I did see a few bright spots tonight from him. I'm not really panicking, you know, the way the, the team is looking right now. Because it gives us an opportunity to be able to see a lot of different things. Once you see all the guys that are not named LeBron and AD, you're able to see, you know, how they how they operate without, you know, big superstars. Um, can they hit shots when it matters and things like that? So the only thing that I'm really concerned with is just hoping that they don't fall too far in the standings. So when AD and LeBron does get back to the, I do a lot of heavy lifting uh, prior to the end of the season. Um, once I do um, start this post game, if you have any questions that you know might be on your mind or anything like that, um, feel free to send them to the comment section. I might pick your question to be able to ask a coach or a player um, during the post game interview. So it'd be a great opportunity for you to be able to ask that question through me, and I'd be able to ask that question at the podium. So I'm gonna go ahead and add this to my stream. So we'll just wait for the game to be over. And then once the game is over, then the post game will start, and I have the the audience involved with the stream. So we're just gonna wait until the actual game is completed. Then the post game will start. All right, right now we're at thirty six point four seconds left in the fourth quarter. It's one hundred six to ninety seven. Again, this is live post game. We're gonna we started a little bit earlier today. I didn't know exactly what time the game was gonna be over with, so I just wanted to make sure that I tapped in a little earlier so I give myself enough time to be able to. Um, kind of talk a little bit about the game. Looks like Andre took a took a fall, got up kind of gingerly, and they're just gonna cheap foul. I did notice at the um, you know at the closing of the fourth quarter, like with two minutes left, uh, Marquise Morris did um, get ejected from the game. He thought he should have been fouled. I just hope that once the the playoffs do start, and we're talking about high stakes basketball, hopefully that he can get those emotions in check, just because. I see a lot of this, you know, with him, Montrez Harrell, and things like that. It's great that we have that that in, that force that uh, that enforcer mentality and things like that. We're not letting little things just pass by, but we have to keep our heads when it comes to um, certain things. When it comes to you know, um, you know, like just basically trying to keep you know the guys in check when it comes to the yeah, their emotions and things like that. Just hopefully. That um, this is not a trend. It looks like a timeout was called with 17.4 le- seconds left in the fourth quarter. 
while we're waiting on that, just kind of looking at some of the game stats. I did think that we was going to possibly get this this um, this win today, but kind of let the fourth quarter get out of hand a little bit. Again, if you're just tuning in, we're covering the Lakers live post game on the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. KCP had 28 points today. He was the scoring. Can we expect this moving forward from KCP? Jimmy Butler, 26. Andre Drummond, 13 points, 11 rebounds. That's not bad. Just think if we if they had LeBron, they had AD, that definitely would have been a great stat line for him. For sure. Schroeder had 8 points, 6 rebounds, 14 assists. His scoring kind of took a back seat a little bit this game. This is the finals rematch. This is the first time the, the Lakers uh, played in Miami this season. Just looking at the, some of the stat line, um, Lakers controlled the boards, um, had the, the most assists, um, steals. They they um, they was down with the steals. It was nine to twelve on the steals. Miami had the steals advantage. Uh, blocks went to Miami. Now the biggest thing is the turnovers. Both teams had high turnovers this game. Um, the Lakers had twenty two turnovers. Miami had twenty. Field goal percentage-wise, Miami took the advantage there. The Lakers had a better uh, free throw percentage. The Miami, of course, uh, with Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, of course they had the better three-point percentage in this game. The main priority right now is for the Lakers to get healthy. I mean, I see a lot of bright spots and things like that. But it's very important for this team to get healthy down the stretch. They have the personnel. They have, you know, just about um, any any team that they play, they can they can match up because they can play big, they can play small. They have enough uh, personnel to be able to change it up a bit. So we have a final score, 110 to 104. And we're just waiting for the post game to start. While we're waiting, um, my my Twitter handle is going to be streaming at the bottom. If you can see at the bottom, it says follow. Um, it has my Twitter handle on there. You can follow me on Twitter. Of course, my YouTube channel is going to be out of bounds. Just look me up. I'm going to be on there. Um, also, I do have a Facebook page for the the podcast. Um, if you're not a part of that, just uh, hit the invite button. I accept. While we're waiting on that, we can cover some other teams around the NBA. I always want to do a segment where we're talking about the the scores around the league, look at some you know a few bright spots. I was able to get on last night with the Spurs. I didn't live stream that one. Live stream that one last night. However, I was on there with that game. 
So it looks like the Dallas and Milwaukee game is underway. Dallas is at 62. Milwaukee is at 58. Looks like they're starting the third quarter. That should be a great matchup. Let's check out the box score for that game. All right, let's check it out. For the Dallas Mavericks, of course, you got Luka and KP. Currently, right now, they're leading the charge with uh, Luka having 18 points. You got KP, he has 15 points. Um, And for the Milwaukee Bucks... You got Bobby Portis chipping in with 12. Brooke Lopez has 13 points. Dante DiVincenzo, 12 points. Drew Holiday, 11. And, of course, uh, Giannis is inactive for this game, uh, as well as P.J. Tucker, and also for the Mavs. Um, we got Willie Colley-Stein, he's out. Tyler Bay, he's out. Um, Tyrell uh, Terry, he's out um, for this game as well. The Mavs picked up Nico Melli um, at the trade deadline, and he's you know done some really great things for them. Um, they only lost one game since he's been in the rotation, which should be you know a bright spot for them. They was able to get the win a couple of nights ago against Utah, and it kind of fell apart the last game. But they got a nice little young core that they can take into the playoffs, and you know I think that they can possibly get an extra round out of this group. Great take, Vince. Um, if y'all can see that, Vince was saying that the the role players are playing great um, when everyone's healthy, um, which I think that's a, a great um, take on that because the the biggest thing is that whenever those main superstars are out, you have an opportunity to see the other guys play. And the biggest thing that I that I see with teams, star player goes down. The expectations of winning are very low, and it shouldn't be that way. You know, we should always um, expect for teams to have the next man up mentality, where teams are, you know, have the 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 depth to be able to contend still. Because right now, if you look at the, the Lakers roster, it's probably the leanest it's ever been in the last couple seasons. We're not accustomed to LeBron missing this many games. AD, over the course of his career, he's been injured. Um, A lot of times in New Orleans, he was injured a lot. Um, Last season, he battled a couple injuries as well last season, but he was able to fight through those injuries and also um, come up big for the Lakers down the stretch and secure the title. 
the biggest thing that I'm going to be concerned with is what the team is going to look like once the two superstars do come back because they haven't played together. And I know that once LeBron gets back, rest is a good thing for him. But I will, I just want to see how everything will look, you know, with everyone in their positions, where they, where everybody's going to line up and things like that, defensively and offensively. And I do apologize today. I've been battling a few um, situations um, health-wise. So I've been trying to still pump out some content and just making sure that I'm staying consistent with the podcast and things like that. Um, But I haven't been feeling well lately. If you're just tuning in, we're uh, live. Um, we're waiting on the Lakers post-game show to come up. Um, the Lakers did um, lose tonight to the Miami Heat. You know, hard-fought game. It was a great game until the fourth quarter came. Um, it just kind of fell apart. Um, 110 to 104 was the final in that game. One game that I was kind of interested to see, you know, how everything looked uh, with Andre Drummond, you know, back. I did see, you know, a few bright spots, man. Like, he had 12 boards. That's going to be huge. He had three assists, two steals. Um, He did turn the ball over three times. He had 15 points. That's not bad. I mean, that's that's what he – I mean, if he can do that consistently – that's a good stat line for me. Five and nine from the field. Looks like he's up. Drummond's up. So we're going to pause that. Hello, Tanisha. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, Dre. Hey, how are you? Great, thanks. Um, I think we're ready when, are you ready? Yeah, ready. Rohan, are you ready? Okay, we're all ready. All right, we're going to start with Mike Trudell. Hey, Andre, want to start just with how the toe felt in your first action since the injury? Is that how it felt? Yeah, how the toe feel? Uh, felt good. Felt good. Uh, a little sore, but nothing that's going to hold me back. A lot of lineups that, of course, haven't been used this season with multiple guys out, Andre, and you coming back, Macklemore being put in. What was it that you guys were trying to put together to find ways to score with all of these new players out there? Yeah, we just tried to put the best five we can out there to, you know, make something happen. You know, we're shorthanded right now. So uh, the guys that played did a hell of a job to help us at least be in the fight for the game. Um, I thought it was a great game overall for us for, you know, not having some of our main guys. Did you uh, did you like the competitiveness on the defensive end, especially? And I, I wondered what you noticed from that being in for the full four quarters and uh, how that kind of was conveyed by the coaching staff, what they were trying to get there. Yeah, you know, our defense uh, it held up. You know, we, we beat ourselves. We turned the ball over a lot down the stretch of the game. And that's what really affected us throughout the, you know, the rest of that fourth and ended that third. So we just got to find ways to, you know, not turn it over and not beat ourselves. Kyle. 
Hey, Andre. Um, just oh, wondering, cool. after that um, initial experience, what what communication wise do you feel like um, sort of sticks out to you as as where you're still trying to feel your role and, and your your relationship with the other guys uh, at? Yeah, this being my first real game I played, uh, it felt good being out there. I'm still trying to figure the guys out. You know, I caught myself running into people every now and again, trying to, you know, make the right play to get people open. But, uh, you know, the first game's out the way. I got some film to watch to, you know, see where guys like to be on the floor. And um, I think it's going to be fun. I think we're going to be fine. Uh, just getting guys back, getting guys back healthy, and we'll be fine. Dave? Andre, obviously you have uh, relationships going back with LeBron and AD in different capacities for years. But did it mean anything to you to – I think LeBron shared it, a photo of all three of you uh, sitting together uh, out of bounds the last game, suggesting that, like, you know, kind of you guys are already a team together when they've already won a championship together. You guys haven't even played a game yet, and he's kind of putting you on, on that, um, that grouping with those two. Yeah, it's definitely a good feeling to have that respect from those guys and from the whole team. Uh, just the love of see being here has uh, been incredible. So it's uh, a lot of fun for me to be here. I'm having a great time. I'm learning. And, you know, what a better place to be. And just a random follow-up. What's the explanation number two? Why do you wear number two? Uh, Anthony Davis was number three. And Kuzma has zero. So those are my two favorite numbers. So pick the middle. <laughs> All right, Bill. Hey, Andre, was that the KCP that you you know from the Detroit days? And and what did you what did you make of his game tonight? And what's he need to do to you know kind of capture that and bring that night in and night out? You know, having that relationship with KCP and seeing how he is now from where he was when he got drafted in Detroit is uh, night and day. Uh, defensively, he's still an incredible defender. Shooting wise, he's gotten so much better. And just his confidence off the uh, off the dribble has been. You know, incredible for us. So tonight was a great game for him. Uh, just sucks that we didn't win the game. Okay, last three here. Uh, Dan? Hey, Andre. Um, you guys are in this really unique situation where, like, you, you're dealing, obviously, with a night where you're trying to win a game, but obviously you know the projection and you know the two guys you have sitting over on the bench. How How much is that in your mind on just kind of a daily basis that, like, where this team is going to be is going to be so different than, than where it is um, right now on a nightly basis. You know, I just have to control what we control. Those guys are out right now. Uh, I got to work with the guys that we have here and they're more than capable of helping us get wins. Uh, those guys are doing whatever they can to get back as fast as possible. But the guys that are playing are playing to the best of their ability and playing incredible. So they're doing a great job of holding them down. Uh, Jovan. Hey, Andre. Um, you, you mentioned your your passing in your introductory press conference, and um, kind of along the lines of Kyle's question, I'm curious, what is that process like for you? Kind of figuring out where guys want the ball, and we saw tonight you had three assists and, and some nice kickout passes. But kind of how, how do you approach figuring that out? Just film work. It's just film work. Just watching the game and watching where these guys like to be on the floor. Uh, just Reading the play, really, because, you know, it's it changes up every possession. So it's really just reading the play and knowing who I'm playing with. Last question, Michael Duarte. 
Yeah, hey, Andre, you you mentioned you know you know bumping into some players and trying to get acclimated with them. Coach Vogel said that's that's the goal right now is to get you as acclimated with the guys as possible. So, having played for you know the Cavs when you were with the Pistons before that, how long do you think it'll take you to get acclimated with with the new guys? And then will you have to do that all over again when AD and Bron are back? Uh, you know, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just taking it uh, taking it by stride right now. I'm having fun while I'm out there. I'm uh, learning a whole lot while I'm out there and. You know, I'm a smart basketball player. These guys are smart as well, too. I don't think it'll take very long for me to get adjusted and really figure out how to get all the engines running. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Dre. Have a good evening. Thanks, guys. Thank you. I will be back in just a couple minutes with Coach. Thank you. If you're just tuning in, this is Out of Bounds, live post-game with the Lakers. Right now we're currently waiting on head coach Frank Vogel to take the podium. This is post-game coverage of the Lakers' 110-104 loss to the Miami Heat. This would also complete the series sweep. The Miami Heat did win the first game, and they ended up winning this game, completing the sweep.
have a prepared question for Frank Vogel, but um, obviously if they um, get to my question, I'll be able to ask it. If not, then uh, I'll save it for another session. Look at that nice little backdrop. I wish I had that little background. All right, here he comes. Head Coach Frank Vogel. And we're going to listen in. Hello, Tanisha. We are back. All right. We're going to start off with Mike Trudell. Hey, Frank, just considering all of the lineups and guys out and such, what what was your analysis of the defensive intensity and, and I guess the mix-in with the turnovers that could have had to do with that first thing? Yeah, very, very proud of uh, the effort and fight and belief that we had in one another uh, that we could beat this team. Uh, you know, the team was in the finals uh, in their building, and uh, our guys competed their tails off but uh, didn't play well enough. You know, we fouled too much, and we turned the basketball over entirely too much. And those are the two, the, the number number one and number two way of being yourself. And, um, you know, they're controllable, and, and we just have to be better in those two areas. You mentioned a couple of days ago that you had spoken to KCP. I think it was before the Sacramento game about being aggressive. Seemed like you got that tonight. Uh, Frank, is that something that you think even, you know, LeBron, AD, as they return, that you can get him and try to keep him in that rhythm like that? Sure. We definitely need it during this stretch. And, you know, he's, uh, he's answering the bell. You know, I'm asking him to be super aggressive, looking to score. Uh, I actually literally asked him to score 25 tonight. <laughs> and uh, until that last three, he had exactly 25 points. And, um, you know, ended up with 28. So, uh, you know, we want him to be that aggressive. And, you know, again, this could be one of those silver lining things where, um, you know, we get more out of him offensively when those guys come back, you know, when he gets this kind of rhythm. And then your analysis of Drummond, his first full action, and uh, what you saw on both ends. Yeah, John was great. You know, he competed. He does what he does. You know, 15 to 12 and 26 minutes, um, four offensive boards, and uh, great screener, active hands defensively. Um, you know, obviously, you know, it's game one. There's a lot to learn still within our system and, you know, uh, on both sides of the ball, learning his teammates. But, uh, you know, a good sort of first game, I guess it's, you know, it's technically second game, but first full game. With classes in crisis communication, influence, and data presentation, Gonzaga University's online Master's in Communication and Leadership equips you with the tools you need to communicate clearly and encourage creativity in any industry. Concentrations in digital media, strategic communication, and global leadership allow you to customize your degree. Visit gonzaga.edu slash communication and learn why a master's degree from Gonzaga can help you take your career to the next level. That's gonzaga.edu slash communication. Kyle. 
Hey, Frank, um, I, is there going to be anything you can do, um, you know, practice-wise, shoot-around-wise between now and the Nets game to, to help those guys, you know, Andre and, and Ben acclimate, or, or is it just sort of, hey, here's the film, um, we'll go over this, we'll go over that, and it's up to you guys? Yeah, it's mostly going to be on film. You know, uh, it's going to be difficult to get court time uh, between now and, and the, you know, really the rest of this trip, you know. So, um, you know, but our coaching staff does a great job, you know, moving the needle, getting guys more comfortable, understanding what we're trying to uh, ask of them uh, with the film sessions. And uh, that'll be the case here. Dave? Greg, what do you make of Dennis's night tonight? He struggled shooting the ball distributed a bunch, um, but also had some turnovers. So what did you see out of him tonight? Yeah, just a great effort. You know, he, I mean, he was playing his tail off, you know, competing at a super high level, um, you know, and I think he's leading our team with uh, with the mindset, you know, I mentioned this about Cruz last week, but the mindset of, of playing to create for others, you know, and um, you know, 14 assists, uh, easily could have had, you know, 20 points and 14 assists. He had 10 because he missed a couple layups. He missed a couple of good look threes, um, shots he normally makes. Um, but, you know, he, he just uh, competed his tail off. And we, we had a stretch turn in, uh, in the first half. I don't know if it was reported, but, you know, Alex was pulled in, in the first half, uh, you know, for a, a sore knee uh, that they were evaluating. He's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, we had to play Dennis almost the whole first half, you know, and um, you know, he gave us everything he had. I'm sorry. Last three questions. Bill? Frank, KCP was so consistent for you guys in the postseason and such a reliable um, threat from the perimeter. What's been the biggest difference? Uh, you know, I guess maybe it's fitting that he, that he had this game against the Heat, uh, but what's been the, the difference with him this season, if, if you've seen one, and uh, how much confidence do you have that he can get back to being the night in night out presence that he was for you guys kind of throughout that bubble run. Well, the way he played, played the last couple of games is a, is a great sign, you know, and, uh, you know, it, you know, when a guy goes through, uh, through struggles, you never, never sure exactly what is the cause of it. Is it, is it you know, um, you know, the minutes he's getting or the, the groups that he's out there with, um, yeah, the guys just get into uh, many slumps or whatever, but you know, he came out of the, out of the gates with a bang. You know, to start the season for us, uh, went to a, a you know a long stretch where we weren't shooting the ball that well, but I you know, still maintained a forty percent from three um, field goal percentage. So um, you know, he's, he's a guy that I trust. You know, there's going to be some ups and downs with him, and uh, you know, the way he's played the last couple of games, hopefully, um, you know, build some momentum going forward. Dan. Frank, I'm curious. You know, obviously, with, without LeBron and Anthony, like the stretch was always going to be really difficult and you've pointed out silver linings along the way on a night to night basis. How do you kind of balance like the in-game result with sort of the big picture? Like, are you able to keep that big picture mindset that I know you preached really since the start of training camp? Well, you know, you always have that in the back of your mind, but in the front of my mind, you know, I'm only thinking about winning the next game, you know, whatever that takes, you know, that's that's what so we're really like on a 48 hour reset you know every two days like how do we win the next game you know during this stretch we've got to get as many wins as we can um you know the big big picture stuff comes 
you know, as a result of giving maximum effort, you know, game game in and game out. And uh, so I really don't spend too much time focused on, on the big picture. I just know that there's going to be silver linings, you know, when, uh, when we get where we want to be. Last question, Yovan. Hey, Frank. Um, Andre had three assists tonight, and uh, a couple of those were kickout passes uh, out of the post. And I'm curious what kind of element that brings to the offense, whereas, you know, a guy like Mark is more so operating in the elbows or above the arc. Uh, what does that low post passing kind of do for, for the offense? Yeah, that's one of the, you know, when we find this role when he got here, it's one of the things, uh, you know, that we ask of him is uh, you know, to make, make great decisions in the paint, you know, because he's going to draw it out. And in particular, this morning we talked about with, with the Miami Heat uh, that they they swarmed the paint as well as any team in the league. And you know his touches, he's going to have you know have to go quick, or he's going to have a crowd, and, and if he has a crowd to throw it out, you know, and uh, find a teammate, find an open man. And uh, he did a good job with that tonight. All right, thanks, Coach. Yes. All right, so that was wrapping up uh, Coach Vogel's segment on the post game. I have not been able to ask a question as of yet. It's been like that the last couple times I've been on the post game for the Lakers. But we'll see. Hopefully, I'll be able to get one question in tonight. We haven't gotten word who else will be on the live post-game show. While we're waiting, look at some more of the stats for this game. I really want to talk a little bit more about KCP and what he was able to do. Um, He was ultra-aggressive today. Um, Coach Vogel did uh, explain that he wanted him to score at least 25 points today. He scored 28. Uh, He was 11 to 20 from the field, 55% um, from the field which is great. Shot 54% from the uh, three-point. That'll work. Um, just hopefully this this play stays consistent. You know, he played 39 minutes, um, 28 points in 39 minutes. That will work. He was the leading scorer on the team. You know, this is what, when, this is what KCP was doing in the bubble. So we're hoping that this will translate into more consistent play uh, from him because – the Lakers are going to need it. Um, with the addition of Ben McLemore, um, these two can be, you know, great uh, bright spot for the backcourt. 
Then he ended up playing 17 minutes. He was one of four from the field. Uh, he scored six points. I mean, he, I mean, he's still trying to learn some some of the plays, I guess. But you know, once he gets acclimated, he's gonna be okay. He missed all three of his uh, three pointers. I really hate that uh, Markeith Morris was ejected from the game because he was actually um, keeping them, you know, kind of afloat in the fourth quarter, and then he gets kicked out and it kind of deflates him. And that happened, you know, I think the last two minutes of the fourth, um, he was ejected because he didn't like the the missed foul call, which it was a foul, but um, you just can't let your emotions, you know, get the best of you, especially in late-game situations like that with the game on the line. Um, the team really suffered um, with the departure and things like that, and it kind of just, you know, done them in. And also with the high number of turnovers that they did have, um, just a recipe for disaster. You know, both teams turned the ball over a lot. But nine times out of ten, whenever you have a team that turns the ball over more, they end up losing the basketball game. You definitely want to have to be able to control your controllables and things like that in those situations. You know, those are different things that you can control in those, um, you know, type of situations, limiting your your turnovers, things like that, fouls, playing smart basketball, which with guys out, you just have to be a little bit more smarter with the basketball in the time that you have it. Right now, I got this Clippers game on right now against Phoenix. It's a pretty decent matchup. Phoenix has been doing their thing um, this year. Definitely impressed with the the level of play that they've been playing. Um, with the addition of Chris Paul, this team has really been um, exceeding expectations, in my opinion. I mean, we saw that in the bubble that they was you know coming on. I think they didn't didn't lose a game in the bubble. Um, they weren't able to play, you know, do a playing game just because the record was so bad going into the bubble. But they ended up winning all their games in the bubble. And this year with the addition of Chris Paul, I mean, this team is locked in and poised at that number two spot. Like I said, this game just started. It's 32 to 37. Eight to go in the second quarter. I just seen Devin Booker just go to the bench. In 12 minutes, Kawhi only has two points. Marcus Morris has three. Zubak, four. PG um, leading the charge right now with 12. Looks like Jimmy Butler, I mean, um, not Jimmy Butler, I'm sorry. That was last game. 
Patrick Beverly played today or is playing today. They only have um, only two inactive. That's Serge and Jay Scrub. I don't know who that is. Um, but the big name on there is, is going to be Serge. He's been out for a little bit. And uh, Nader for Phoenix is out as well. Those are the inactives for this game. Looks like the Clippers are getting healthy. I would love to see the DeMarcus Cousins get a, get some um, plays today to see how he looks out there. Clippers has an interesting team. There's been a lot of uh, talk about Devin Booker lately. Um, you know, if you're, you know, listening in in the comments section, you want to make some comments about, you know, Devin Booker. Um, last couple of years, he's been snubbed with All-Star. And he's been consistent. He's been consistent with scoring, his impact on the game, and things like that. And he's just been not able to, you know, prove himself to none of the doubters that he's an elite NBA player, and he should belong. He belongs up there with some of the, you know, the big name players. He should make an All Star team in his own right. He shouldn't be um, voted in just because of an injury or anything like that. I mean, he's a you know exceptional basketball player. He's very smart, intelligent with the basketball. Can shoot the ball very well. It's just unfortunate that he's not getting the respect that he deserves in the NBA. Again, if you're just tuning in, we're live at the Lakers post game. Live from the podium, we're looking at the post game um, down there. Um, we don't know who is going to be next at the podium, but once we know, um, we definitely have a prepared question for whoever is going to be next. But tonight's loss, the Lakers dropped to thirty-two and twenty. Standing wise, let's take a look at what we're looking at in the West. The West is super tight right now. Looks like we got Dennis Schroeder. Hey, Tanisha, hello. Hello. Oh, sorry, Dennis. Dennis, are you good? Okay, uh, we're ready when you're ready. All right, um, Dennis, if you're ready, we're going to start off with Mike Trudell. Hey, Dennis, uh, 14 assists for you and, and 12 field goal attempts tonight. Just wondered, are you looking more to pass or to make plays given the guys that are out and things along those lines, or was that just what you saw the defense gave you? Yeah, I mean, you know, just try to, uh, you know, create good shots. And um, so, you know, moving the ball, trying to attack, paint the grades, I think it's good for us, especially when them two out. And I just, you know, try to look for it um, early. And, you know, Cardwell Popey, when he got hot and I tried to look for him, you know, Ben McNamara, all the shooters rest, um, tried to, you know, give them positive energy so we get some stops on the defensive end. Frank had mentioned he really uh, likes the defensive competitiveness for the team, but there were obviously too many mistakes. I-, I wondered if you thought there was anything 
from a turnover standpoint, what led to those and why do you think it, it got to the level that it did? It did, uh, you know, packing the paint. And uh, I think it was, or I was, you know, um, careless with passes. You got to do a better job of that, protecting, protecting the ball. And, um, yeah, I, I just got to do better there for sure. Hey, Dennis, I was just wondering what it was like in, in the first half when Alex goes to the locker room and THT is obviously suspended and you're kind of the only point guard the team has right now. What was sort of your mentality and, and that, you know, you can't get any replacement? I mean, like I always say, whatever, whatever it takes kind of mentality, you know, uh, I wasn't even sure if I was playing today. <laughs> but like I said, I, I, I'd be ready. Um, always prepare myself to play. I like to set out games. And when I have to play 48 minutes, I play 48 minutes, you know. So, um, I mean, we could have won that game. Um, was too many mistakes on our side. Um, and just got to look forward. And just as a follow-up, when you say you weren't sure, you weren't, uh, going to play today, were you wondering if the NBA was going to suspend you too? Is that the question? Hell no. Because of my, my issues, <laughs> my body, money, uh, but it's nothing crazy, nothing to worry about, so I play, you know, so uh, I'll be ready, you know, every game, but it's not because of the suspension. Dan? Hey, Dennis, sorry, like a door or something slammed. Did you say it was your knee that's been bothering you mostly? Yeah. Um, which one, your right or your left? Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I guess how how do these how do these losses sit with you? Knowing, like, like you said, I mean, obviously you guys are shorthanded, and Frank said, like, yeah, I'm really proud of the fight we had, but also knowing that there were so many self inflicted type of mistakes that that probably swung the outcome. I mean, like I said, THT who missing. Kyle Kuzma who's missing, LeBron James who's missing, AD who's missing, uh, did I forget somebody else? Marcus Gasol was missing, uh, five key pieces for, for our team and we still made it a good game. So like I always say, next man up mentality, we did a lot of, you know, stupid decisions on my, on my side, uh, myself, turnovers. Um, so me, the glue, we just got to do better. Uh, and, you know, um, I, I take that on me, you know, uh, not taking care of the ball. And, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we going to be ready for the next game. Dave? Dennis, I got two of them for you real quick. Uh, first off, what's it like playing more minutes with Drummond and, and what type of target or a well, target can he be, and what kind of rapport um, did you have a chance to develop? I mean, big body, you know, you're helping us for sure to get extra possessions. Um, I think screening-wise, you know, um, wiping up the defender. Um, so uh, it's going to create a lot of – he put in a lot of pressure on the rim, um, obviously. So just going to keep working on that, you know, in games, during games, and uh, try to get ready for the playoffs as well. And um, I think he – you know, I mean, he had 15 and 12 today, I think. Um, 
I mean, and he's just, you know, tried to get to know uh, everybody. So he's going to be great for us. And, um, you know, me and him got to build a, a good chemistry uh, on and off the course. So, you know, when playoff comes, uh, we, everybody is on the same page. And uh, the other one, quickly. Uh, Andy gets shots up, uh, and I'm just taking full advantage of it. You know, being aggressive, like he said, you know, uh, stay, try to stay aggressive in every moment that I have the ball, uh, and just play. You know, not worried about anything. Are there any? Is there anything you guys are learning? about yourselves that you didn't already know from being the defending champions with guys that have been out and the additional challenges and just the way this whole season has gone? Uh, I mean, it's, it's been up and down. You know, uh, we've had guys, you know, miss numbers again. You know, we got our two superstars that's out. Uh, and guys just keep going down here and there. You know, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's been an up and down season for us. Uh, but, you know, we still got to hold it down, you know, and, and continue to try to get wins. Uh, and play for each other. Okay. Kenny, what do you think of Andre's day? Oh, I know it's not his really debut because he played 13 minutes the other game, but what do you think of his night? Uh, he had a solid night. Great night. Uh, you know, he, great, great post moves down there. You know, he was rebounding the ball first, setting great screens. You know, um, you know, and that's that's Andre. You know, he, he came on and he played uh, – you know, he played to his abilities. You know, he, he did what he's supposed to do. Dan? Okay, Sabi, um, do, you, do you spend any time at all thinking about how this is all going to fit once, once LeBron and AD are back? I don't know if you saw what LeBron posted on Instagram today, but, you know, kind of like the, this notion that a storm is coming. Like, do you, I mean, do you spend any time thinking about how these pieces are all going to fit or is there not enough time considering you guys are just at, like, every day? I mean, I mean, you think about it, you know, uh, just just throwing a lineup out there or thinking of a lineup in your head. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not much time to think about it, but when you do think about it, you know, it, it looks scary, you know. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be hard, you know, like to beat us, like when them guys come back, you know, even though, you know, uh, got to try to figure, fit it, figure it out. But you know, I, I feel like you know, with our two leaders coming back, you know, they know how to, you know, get everybody in situations, you know, uh, and just, just to 
calm everything down, you know, and then not speed us up. Bill? Hey, KCP. Uh, individually, you know, you've had your ups and downs over, over the years here, but you had that really consistent stretch during the playoffs, and, and now you're kind of seem like you're in another one of those where you've had a bunch of really strong games in a row here. What What's what's the key to you to you putting games together and, and having these consistent stretches that, that you've obviously shown you're capable of? Um, just start staying aggressive, you know, uh, hunting shots, you know, uh, you know and, and, and playing defense like I always do, you know, just to get my motor going, you know, get out in transition where I'm best at, you know, get some easy layups, uh, maybe transition threes here and there. Uh, but just, uh, just playing my game, you know, and being aggressive with it. Okay, last two questions. We'll go uh, Jovan. Hey, KCP. Um, Andre had that uh, assist to you uh, on the fast break, and he also had a couple other assists in the half court. Um, I'm just curious, what, as someone who's familiar with his game, what, what kind of element does his passing bring to a half court offense, especially from the low post where he's finding cutters and, and shooters on the weak side? Uh, he's a great passer. You know, uh, even in the post, when you do drop it down to him, he's gonna he's gonna draw attention. Uh, everybody's looking at the ball. You know, he's uh, a big guy down there, so he can he can score down there. Uh, so when he's looking before he didn't make his move, he's looking for the for the cutter or or, or skill pass. Uh, if it's not there, then he, he's going right into his move. You know, and, and actually putting it in the basket. So I mean, he's he's actually improved on that since the time we've been playing together. Uh, and we, you know, I love it. You know, he's he's looking to pass the ball before he makes his move. I mean, he's looking at everything. Last question, Kyle Boone. Yeah. Um, just with us, uh, Andre just seems really happy all the time, and just has sort of a bouncy sort of energy. Is that what you see in shoot arounds and on this road trip? And and how does that influence the team when you guys are going through a really hard stretch injury wise? Uh, yeah, he's, he's always happy and jumping around, joking, uh, joking, playing, you know, uh, but that's Andre, you know, he's a big kid, like, like, uh, he likes to joke, you know, have fun, like any of us, you know, we like to laugh and joke as well. So, I mean, just him, just, you know, being new, uh, coming over, you know, just jumping right in, you know, enjoy his guy company, you know, just being himself, you know, uh, that's, that's good, you know, we uh, just build build things uh, faster when the guys is like that. All right, Kenny, thank you for your time. Have thank a good evening. All right. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy your night. Thank you, everyone. See you tomorrow. That is going to wrap it up for tonight. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. This was a live Lakers post game. Um, unfortunately, Out of Bounds was not able to ask any podium questions. Uh, but we was able to hear um, live from the Lakers and some of the questions that were posed from the different other analysts and uh, reporters and things like that. Um, We're going to do a lot more of these, so stay tuned. Make sure your notifications are on on YouTube. Um, I do post these on Facebook as well, so if you're my Facebook friend and you're in my Facebook group, um, you're going to get those notifications when I'm going live again. Um, Again, support for the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast does come from Manscaped. Remember, you get that 20% off. You attach the out-of-bounds code to your order. Um, we're probably going to do another Spurs post-game uh, here soon, um, but just look out for that as well. I want to thank everyone for listening. 
Thank you everybody's support. Um, and I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace. If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time. Bet MGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. Bet MGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.